Christ is risen. Our gospel reading this morning starts on the day of resurrection, when Jesus appears in the upper room where the disciples were hiding, for fear of the Jews, we're told. So uh, they were very, very afraid, afraid because um, they uh, had seen their, their Lord, their teacher, crucified, and now they thought the Jews were looking for them, uh, believing that they had stolen the body. So they were frightened, and they were locked in, in these doors. And my main topic, my main title for today's sermon is From Glum to Glad. But also I'm going to add uh, Glorify and Glimpse. <laughs> so I've got four points. So first of all, from, from uh, um, Glum to Glad. The disciples were glum. They were hiding. They were in fear of their lives. But then... Jesus comes into the room. St. John Chrysostom, if you read the, the news um, uh, letter this week, you'll realize that St. John Chrysostom says, how did he get in there, in there? I don't know. I just know that he got there. And when he got there, they went from glum to glad because they realized that Jesus had risen from the dead. And wonderful, uh, I mean, you just imagine if you were there yourself what it would have been like to see him there. But we're told... Thomas wasn't there. So he stayed glum for another week. <laughs> and he said, I'm not going to believe. I'm not going to believe just because you told me that he's risen from the dead. I, until I put my fingers in his side and my hand, my, my hand in his side, my fingers in his wounds, I'm not going to believe. So a week later, we're told, um, they're all uh, locked up uh, in the room again. And only Thomas is glum. But this time, Jesus appears again and says to Thomas, Thomas, uh, here I am, put your hands in my side, your fingers in my wounds, and uh, believe. And Thomas went from glum to glad as well. And today, today, it, we're living in, a, in difficult times today, and we can be glum too, can't we? Um, it's tempting to be glum. There's lots of things that make us glum in the world at the moment. And how do, we, how do we go from glum to glad? Well, um, St. John said in, in the Gospel today, um, which, because Jesus said after um, Thomas had said, my Lord and my God, he said to him, Thomas, you have believed because you have seen me. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. Now, we haven't seen the risen Christ. I don't think anybody here has probably. I don't know anybody here. No, okay. So none of us have, but John wrote down this story so that we might believe. The whole gospel is there so that we might believe. He ends up by saying, um, uh, that, that this, is, this is why he's written the gospel, so that we might believe. So we have the gospels, we have the scriptures. For us in the Orthodox Church, we have the, the uh, early church fathers, we have the creeds, we have the councils. We have all this wealth of information that has come down to us over 2,000 years so that we don't have to be glum. We can be glad, like the disciples were when they realized that Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Are you glum or glad? Glad. Great. Fantastic. That is verse, it actually says in John 20, verse 20, um, that then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. 
And we can be glad too today. Not because we have seen him, but because we have all this information that's been passed down, which is reliable and can give us confidence that he did rise from the dead. All right, so that's the, uh, the glum and glad. Now the uh, glory. Um, Jesus, uh, when he appeared to, to uh, St. Thomas, Thomas realized this, this is amazing. This is, this is more than just a man. This is, this is God. He said, my Lord and my God, he said. This is the glory. We've been singing all through. Um, we ascribe glory to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And this is where the glory comes. Because uh, Thomas, his response to the resurrection was, my Lord and my God. And these are the, this is the highest acclamation in the New Testament to, to Jesus. Um, you don't get anything else like, bigger than this. Lord is the Old Testament, Yahweh, and God is as high as you can go. My Lord and my God. Wow, what a statement of faith. What a statement of faith and recognition of the divinity of Jesus. And the amazing thing is, this is the amazing thing, Jesus accepts it. He doesn't say, oh, no, 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 no. He accepts it. When, when you find the disciples or other people in the, in the Bible, in the New Testament, bowing down to angels and so on, they say, goodness sake, get up. I'm just an angel. I'm just a messenger. But Jesus accepts this uh, statement, my Lord and my God. At the end of the service today, I'm just wondering whether after we've um, had the final blessing, kiss the cross, that we should go, take it in, we go either to this icon or the icon of the Good Shepherd and stand there and say, as an application today, my Lord and my God. And just say that before we leave. It'll be good for us to do that today and to uh, follow in the footsteps of um, St. Thomas. Finally, a glimpse, the last thing. So we've had um, gl- uh, glum to glad and now we've had glory and now we've had glimpse. What's the glimpse? Uh, the glimpse is we're, we're just beginning to get a peek at what's coming next, Pentecost. Uh, he breathed on them and they received the Holy Spirit. And this was the kind of first fruits of the coming of the Holy Spirit onto all the disciples on the day of Pentecost and then down to us today as well. Um, very interesting uh, this because it's another, another sort of clue about who Jesus is. Because if you read in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, oops, um, we, read, we read this. After God had created Adam, it says, Then God formed a man out of dust from the ground and breathed in his face the breath of life. And the man became a living soul. So here we, so this is God breathing into Adam to give him a soul. And now we have Jesus breathing on the disciples. And what's happening here is, this is the first creation in Genesis 2. Uh, St. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. So when he was breathing on the disciples, and we, we lost that, uh, that connection with, with God because of, us, because of Adam and, and Eve's rebellion. We lost it along the way. 
And Jesus is recreating the souls in his disciples. And then on the day of Pentecost, from, and from then on, us too. It's interesting, uh, in, in the catechumen service, when we receive people into the Orthodox Church, even babies when they're, when they're baptized, the priest breathes three times on the face of every person coming to be received into the church. And this is a reminder. That that's how God created us. This is how Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit. This is how we're receiving the Holy Spirit now when we're becoming catechumens, becoming full members of the church. Wonderful. Wonderful. So this is the glimpse of the um, Pentecost, which is coming in a few weeks' time. So there we have it. Uh, glum to glad. What are we? Are we glum or are we glad? Glad. Great. And are we going to give glory to God, to Jesus, the second person of the Holy Trinity, as St. Thomas did? And are we looking forward to Pentecost? Amen. Yes. May God uh, be with us during this Paschal season as we move forward to Pentecost. Christ is risen! Amen.